Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Um, just want to give you guys a quick update and then I wanted to share something with you guys as well. Um, I am officially laid off as of the 31st, officially. So, um, I've been getting um, job interviews, but nothing has come to fruition. And... Um, for some reason, I keep applying to the same jobs I've had before, and a friend reminded me that um, I need to possibly take a break, <laughs> but um, my checking account won't allow me to because I have to pay rent, and um, trying to figure that out right now. There are some services that can help me, so I've signed up for a few, and hopefully I'll know something soon. And um, I had an interview yesterday and I didn't do well. And after going through the interview process, I really don't want it. I'm trying to be stress-free as possible. So I'm teaching myself YouTube and this podcast thing all over again. And something came up in my Facebook um it's, you know how they go through and then kind of share a memory well it seven years ago this month or last month I arrived back to Texas and I realized just now even though I complain oh every time fall comes around shit always happens no it's not shit it's more of renewal for me and so I just have to figure out what direction to go Because I'm so afraid to take a new direction after going through the same thing over and over again. Which always causes me stress and anxiety. Plus this PMDD does not help even more because it tricks me into thinking other things. So um, I'm just taking a back seat right now. I do get unemployment but it's not enough to help. So it's barely enough to cover what I pay now and everything. So I just don't know how I'm going to make it. But I mean, God will provide and hopefully everything will work out the way it's supposed to. Actually, not hopefully, it will. I just have to be patient and I have trouble being patient. Believe me, I do. So I wanted to share this story with you guys I've seen it everywhere and it just kind of hurts my soul um, every time I think about it. Um, It's about the mom that allegedly lived with her dead child's remains in Houston for months. Um, I'm getting the story from the New York Post. So I did a YouTube video about it, but it's my first of two YouTube videos. Um, reacting to it, but it's not that good. I'm, I'm, I'm a work in progress. I'm trying to get multiple streams of income going. But anyways, here we go. It says, a Texas mother lived for months with the remains of her eight-year-old son who was allegedly killed by her boyfriend before abandoning, abandoning and locking, her, locking up her other three children with their brother's decomposing body, according to the gruesome new details reported Monday. Uh, Once again, it's from the New York Post. Gloria Williams, 35, made her first court appearance in Harris County on Monday 
where she was charged with injury to a child by admission and tampering with evidence. Her boyfriend, 31-year-old Brian Coulter, is charged with beating 8-year-old Kendrick Lee to death around Thanksgiving of 2020. According to the new details presented in court Monday, Williams and Coulter lived with Kendrick's remains until March when the couple moved out, leaving the body behind with their three other children, ages 15, 9, and 7 in the home. The children, who appeared to have different fathers, told authorities they were locked in the room with their brother's remains for nearly a year, even when the couple still lived there. Williams sent groceries to the apartment once a month and continued to pay the lease so the body would not be found, authorities said. The body was discovered after Williams' 15-year-old son called 911 on October 24th and told police that he and his siblings have been living with their brother's dead body. Authorities found the 10-year-old and 7-year-old living in deplorable conditions with no electricity appearing malnourished and with visible physical with visible physical injuries. Williams was arrested later that day. So side note before I can continue, they they arrested them, I later found out at a local library because they were looking up the story on the computer on the internet at the public library. Side note. Just thought that was interesting. Alright, moving on. An autopsy determined that Kendrick died of homicidal violence with multiple blunt force injuries. Surviving children are now in the custody of CPS. Coulter, who made his first court appearance last week, faces 99 years to life if convicted of murdering the child. At the court appearance, the prosecution read statements from the three siblings who all said that they witnessed him beat Kendrick to death. The kids said they saw Coulter beat Coulter re- repeatedly punch Kendrick in his back and face when covered, then covered him with a blanket when he appeared dead, according to footage aired on Houston station KTRK. They said he continued to kick even after he was on the floor not moving. His bond was set at $1 million. Alright, so before I I move on. The reason why this story has resonated with me so much, I think it's just a horror behind it. And plus, I think because it was close to Halloween too, it it just disgusted me. Um, Where were the parents? Where, where, not the parents, where were the grandparents at? Where were the school? Where were the teachers? Where were the aunts? Where were the uncles? Where were the cousins? Yes, neighbors were feeding the eldest child, but where was you as a mom mentally? And the more I dive into the story, the more it it makes sense. So let me finish reading. Williams was scheduled to appear Friday. However, ABC 13 reported that court had difficulty finding an attorney to represent her before a court-appointed attorney was assigned. Her attorney requested the judge for more time to review the case and not and not to raise her bond, the outlet reported. Her bond is set at $900,000. She ain't never getting out, y'all. I, I can tell y'all she ain't never getting out unless somebody from the grace of God and all of the GoFundMe goddesses and fairy dust comes and rescue her. She ain't getting out. She, she ain't getting out. 
Um, Williams maintained her innocence from behind bars earlier this week, saying that she checked on the other three kids every two weeks. Okay, well, you don't need kids if you're checking on kids every two weeks. And the eldest didn't even know how to cook. So I'm assuming, according to some of the other news articles, they said they were getting them like dry foods, like chips, ramen noodle cups, um, like canned goods, stuff like that. And okay, I'll move on. Sorry, I didn't do it, she said in a jailhouse interview with the news station KHOU. The heartbreaking, the heartbroken, excuse me, grandmother of seven-year-old Kavion Kelton. Kirkland, sorry, said to the Post last week that she would have adopted her grandson if she had known the horrific conditions he had been living in. I hold, I hold myself partly responsible, and I should have taken Javion and adopted him. Linda Smith, seventy-one, said I should have held on to him. Smith said Williams and all her other children moved in with her while Javion's father was behind bars in 2015. Smith said she kicked them out after Williams continued to bring men back to the house. She said she had no idea the children were being abused. Okay, so, side note, once again, if you knew this was her behavior, you should have just told her, the kids stay here, you gonna do what you need to do on them streets. Those kids should have came first. And out of the six kids that she had, I believe they said two of them were adopted by their grandparents, I believe. And then, of course, one is deceased and the other three are, are in child custody. So, my, my thing, is that's the end of the article. But my thing with that was, where what the hell happened? That you allow some strange-ass man to come in and discipline your kids because he's stupid and ignorant and insecure. And to show his manhood around these three black boys. He trying to man up. And so you threaten them and that poor baby had to suffer. And in another article, it stated that one of the kids, one of the surviving kids, um, had a, a swollen jaw and is going to have to have surgery. So that just probably most recently happened. This, they were found on the 24th, probably a week or two prior to that. Like who, who, who the hell are you? To let some grown ass man discipline your kids, let alone, I feel as though because she started having children at a young age, she may have been sexually abused herself as a young child. But that still doesn't negate the fact that you put your kids in harm's way at all. You had a responsibility to those children. Regardless of the reason, I believe the reason she said she didn't want. Um, CPS to take her kids where they're taking them anyways because of the conditions that you put them in and another article read that they were on face not Facebook I'm sorry on Instagram posing for the camera she's cooking him a widespread meal and they're living in a different apartment with lights and you got your kids over here in the dark really really Make it make sense. Make it make sense. I, I don't understand this. Um, I, it, it, it breaks my heart to watch stories like this. And I normally don't because it's messed up my spirit. But for some reason, this, this, this takes the cake for me. 
Um, I have a stepfather who is awesome. He has never disciplined me. He's never laid a hand on me. My mom did all the discipline. And that's how it should be. And the fact that this mom, who does not, in my opinion, does not deserve her children. If she wanted to go out in the streets and go from pillar to post with different men, then she should have just stayed out in the streets and let those kids be with their grandparents. There was another article about the fathers. One of the fathers was in jail. And they they had lost contact because the mom had blocked them from all social media and had changed her number. And he just basically gave up. Another father wanted, I think they said he was getting married and wanted his boys there and she got mad because she wanted to get back with him. And he basically said, nah, bro, we ain't doing that. And from there, went on a whole nother spree and did what she did. Blocked everybody and took her kids. And they had to find out in the news what happened to those boys. Seriously? I mean, we can even take it a step deeper. Because of the fact that possibly... All the black men in her life rejected her or did something wrong to her that putting those boys on that display could have been a reason why she treated them like she did so she can have her boyfriend, fiance, whoever it is, treat them like he did. I mean, there are so many angles to this that I can go, but those are all the things that has popped up in my brain and it pisses me off more and more to think about what those boys went through. It, it it does. It pisses me off more and more. So I'm going to end this podcast right now. But I just, just take care of each other. We're living in a crazy ass day in times when nobody gives a damn. And we're just filming just to watch and not participating. Be aware of all your surroundings. And give each other a hug. Because life is too short. And I'm going to talk to you later.